What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. This is an emergency podcast that we are recording just five minutes after the Portland Trailblazers have selected their 23rd overall pick. And from all signs are showing that we are going to bring in two rookies, maybe one more. Again, we're early in this. You never know what could happen over the next couple hours, next couple days. But what we know as of our recording right now is the Blazers have brought in Scoot Henderson with a third overall pick and Chris Murray with a 23rd overall pick. We'll discuss that, how we feel. We just finished our live stream. So if you're watching there, you know exactly how we feel. But before we get into it, I do want to thank my bookie for sponsoring this and sponsoring our podcast and continually showing support. Obviously, the NBA season's over, but you can bet on many things, including MLB, golf, NASCAR, F1, tennis, a lot you can get in on um, over the next couple of months. So make sure you use code RIPCITY if you want to get in on the betting action. The reason you should use MyBookie is because you have this code RIPCITY. You can use it when you sign up to get redeemable funds up to $1,000. Uh, so if you want a free possible $1,000, you can just go do that. And you're interested in sports betting, just go do that on MyBookie. The link's at the top of the comments below. I'm going to send it to you, West. Uh, just initial reactions where where are you at right now uh i um there are a lot of times when i'm a fan of this team and i wish i wasn't and now's one of those times it just is i just wish i was not a blazer fan it just seems i don't know i watch boston get better with porzingis and i watch memphis get better with smart and it just seems so easy for other teams and the blazers want something that happened good for them for once and nothing ever happens. And it's so hard for us to get good. And I don't know why. I don't know why GMs decided to turn into incompetent GMs. Um, Joe Cronin has some explaining to do. You know who else we said that about every year? Neil Olshay. So um, history repeating itself. And the night is not over. The offseason is not over. There's still time, but in yep. this moment, where I don't care if this podcast is going to be one big bad take because in a week we make a big trade. I don't care. I'm going to be prisoner of the moment right now, and if my takes suck in a week, I don't care. Right now, is it's, it's low. I'm I'm in a valley with no with no cell right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. Kind of me too. When um when Charlotte drafted Brandon Miller, I was kind of excited. First of all. For those that are watching, we're all on the, on the boat of build a team around Dame. I know a lot of people are actually happy after how today ended up um, with these new acquisitions moving forward. But um, when Brandon Miller got drafted, I knew we were getting Scoot Henderson. I was happy at that moment, just knowing how Scoot Henderson probably has more trading value than Brandon Miller. And I thought we were going to trade our pick. And obviously we didn't. We walk out of the draft with two rookies um the good one being another six foot two undersized guard who's going to get cooked by the best nba players on defense that's just how it is um so at the moment i'm i'm a little disappointed um it's what i predicted yesterday or last podcast i said that nothing was going to happen i didn't want that to happen but that was my prediction and unfortunately it came true um but like you said offseason not over free agency starts on july 1st a lot of things could still happen it's too early to get too down so far so 
Yeah, I'll say if obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but I don't know how we didn't see this coming. Other than because we've the, never had a pick this high, and we've never I had. Guess an, that, but at the same time, we didn't make any major moves at the deadline. We didn't make any major moves in previous stops. I guess we thought it was different with Joe, which I think is I, we were we were all back in Joe. We were backing him after the bad trade deadline this past off this past trade deadline because we were like it's building towards the summer, and we were backing him because he said we're going to build around Dame. We want to try to win now. And again, he could have something wild up his sleeve, and I hope and pray. But we said at the beginning of that stream, the shirt Cody's wearing will it will it be an will it be a current shirt you can buy right now, or will it be an, an antique by the end of the night? We were pretty sure it's going to be an antique because it is Anthony Simons on the back. And I thought we were going to make a big splash and go get someone now. And we'll get into it throughout the podcast on why things didn't happen or why things possibly could have happened or all that. But I just need answers right now. And we're recording this prior. We're recording this as of 7.51 Pacific time. So the first round still isn't even over. So by the time this comes out, this could be completely changed. By the time you see this, you could have seen Joe Cronin's answers and it could be different. We'll have more content coming out over the next couple of days to give to try to give you updated opinions throughout this. But again, as of 7.51 Pacific time, I am at a loss for words and I I don't know where this franchise is going because it seems like right now we're trying to straddle two lines. Don't like that. I'm just, I think, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just, I'm mostly just confused, angry with kind of other teams and it just doesn't really make sense from our perspective. I mean, you look at all these trades go through with the Celtics, the Suns, the Warriors, Chris Paul. But just like, I feel like the Nets and the Raptors were two big trading targets for, and the Pelicans, obviously that didn't happen. That's separate though. But just, I feel like those were two big trading targets and none of them, I guess, just, I don't know what happened. I guess had the balls to do, like we offered the third pick, Scoot Henderson and Anthony Simons to Brooklyn, a team that just got swept, a team that just lost Kevin Durant, a team that will be tanking for years on, most likely. A team that has Mikhail Bridges, an amazing trading, a win-now player that you can give to another team in return and get some incredible young talent. They turned up, they turned us down. And then we got Toronto who's saying Siakam now wants to stay in Toronto. And it's it's just all confusing because Toronto should blow it up, obviously. They won their ring three years ago. No reason for them to like be good and bad at the same. It's just confusing by yeah. other teams. Um, Gotten lucky, I think, too. Uh, I think we, as a podcast, we as a group here, were had faith in Joe um, and had faith in this team this time around because uh, there seemed to be, uh, not only was Joe Cronin like the new kid on the block, so just like new perspective, but also just the messaging and everything from day one has been built around Dame. So why why would we just... I'm not going to, Joe Cronin's not going to come in and promise us that. And I'm just going to be like, nah, he's lying. Like, I'm going to give him a shot. I trusted him. I trusted him. And if building around Dame is drafting his replacement and a 22 year old rookie, I mean, I don't know. You have some explaining to do if that's the case. You have some explaining to do. And that's why I, even though it'll be midnight when his media thing comes out and I have to get up kind of early, I'll be watching it. I will be watching it. Um, yeah, I'm just sorry. I was just checking Twitter to see if anything. But honestly, um, 
I don't know. It's not like the Blazers are going to make a move. It's not like the Blazers are going to make a move. Uh, yeah, Cody, and just to touch what you said about it's confusing. It it is confusing because I don't understand why other teams aren't. Get, I don't know. I I feel like Anthony the number the three best. Anthony at number three is an overpay for Mikel Burgess. It's it's an overpay. We have the, the Blazers would talent. be the quote unquote in six years. The Blazers would lose that trade. Yet Brooklyn doesn't want to do it for what? Why? Like you got <laughs> GMs, dude. GMs, these self-absorbed people who you know. Okay, I'm. I don't want to personally go at certain GMs. It's just I, you're right, Cody. I don't understand, man. Let's. I'll ask the question, and I guess we don't know answers to this, but. You could look on, on the side of if you're wanting to build around Dane, you can still trade these picks, I guess. I just don't really see a world why you would wait until after you officially draft them. So I think it is it's obviously more likely than not that Scoot's gonna be on the roster to start the year. And I want to get on the forefront of this. I think people that watch us and know how we stand, no, we are not scoot haters by any means, or we're not no. Chris Murray haters. No. I no. think he's gonna be a great player. I think yeah. he's going to be an all-star. I also know that the best player on your team right now is an all-star point guard. So that's not a team need. And I think you, maybe there weren't options out there and it's going to suck if that's the answer from Joe Cronin, but he very well could be telling the truth. Cause if it's true that my, that the Nets didn't accept a trade from McHale when there was a clear overpay by us, if it's true that Zion was never, actually offered in a trade and Brooklyn was or not Brooklyn New Orleans was trying to move up for four with 14 and future assets if it's true that Jalen Brown is truly going to stay in the Celtics uniform and all these guys if it's true that Pascal wasn't going to resign then yeah Joe Cronin did the right thing because he he offered the made the offers but he, and he also didn't settle and that's just sad that's unfortunate because why is it this year of all years that no one is willing to trade up for what everyone says is a generational prospect. It, it just makes no sense. It really doesn't. Nope. Just a uh, sad tone going on right now. Um, um, I, I got a question for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really think Dame, Scoot, Ant, and Shaden will be on the opening night roster? It sounds it sounds ludicrous, but I can't put anything past this franchise at this point. I think, I think it's a really high chance, unfortunately. Um, just looking at that real quick. Scoot, Dame, Simons, those are all 6'2", 6'3", tiny guards. Sharp, 6'5", at best, guard. That defense against some of these players in the NBA, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, it would just be like night and day, demoralizing. It would be awful. It would be... We would drop... 150 point we would get 150 points dropped on our head probably like five times six times seven times if that's the starting look the basketball the the basketball on mind and me says no chance we start the season no no chance that we start the season with these four guards on our roster i don't know who's the i think honestly i think sharp's the most likely to be on the roster i think at this current moment it's simons is most likely to be gone then probably dame than scoot Maybe it's Scoot and Dame. I, I don't know. I really don't. But How about Damian Lillard's time, future? What, why has, if the trade 
it hasn't gone down down now. What's what's the thing that's holding it back? It's scary. Is it Dame? We're too stubborn. Is it other teams are too stubborn? We're hoping that just over time that changes. Is the players aren't available? Is yeah, it, they dude. wanted to wait until exactly they know what players they were going to get. Maybe that's it. The thing that pains me a little bit, actually a lot. It's the main, the main part is. It. I just feel bad for Dame, man. I really do. Um, and again. Uh, we asked this would I rather have the Blazers win a championship without Dame or have an opportunity? Like, I, I want team. I'm team first. But at the same time, it just, you have a top 75 player of all time. You have, and he's committed to your small market, crap city organization. Let's not act like Portland's appealing destination. When's the next time, like, genuinely, the Blazers will have a top 75 player of all time? Probably not. Not because no one wants to come to Portland. Not in our lifetime. I went. That's what I'm saying. Like Scoot. Scoot is. If if Scoot becomes a multi-time All Star alone, that's a that's huge. Scoot could become Bradley Beal. Yep. I mean, and what I want to say is to all the just uninformed people and people that have their agendas in the comments. When we say we want to keep Dame, that is that's not a Dame first thing. That's still team first because we believe we have our best chance to win a championship with Damian Lillard. I, I yeah. really don't understand how you can't think that. Now you can argue we have a better chance at sustained success over the next 10 years without Damian Lillard, but that's what we've done for the last 10 years. I think we have the best chance to win no. a championship by trading for a star and part partnering partnering him with Damian Lillard. That's not riding Damian Lillard, that's riding for the Trailblazers. Okay. Am I actually talking about that? Writing no, four. I, I made sure to add the four. It's a it's just a repeating cycle. Let's say we do trade Dame and um Scoot Henderson becomes our all-star point guard the next seven years. Let's say he gets 31 years old, he's in his prime, and we get a lottery pick. What are we gonna do? Take the lottery pick again and redo the same thing, start over again, or actually build around him. It's just like Dame's a guaranteed top 75 player all-star because no one else is coming. To Portland, that's gonna be a top seven five player. I went to Portland today for a doctor appointment. And I got yelled at by a homeless lady. It's just not gonna happen, dude. Well, not look. I think to be a little more specific, no all star is gonna come to Portland via free agency. It has to be via trade. Yeah, and when draft, you're, but, you know, Joe Cronin has, and credit to him, they hit on the sharp pick. They hit on the Simons pick. Hope they'll chances they hit on the scoop pick, but you gotta you gotta turn it into something here. That that's the whole point of team building. Not everyone is just gonna find the greatest center in the league with the forty first pick in the draft like Denver did. Mm-hmm. That's just not gonna happen. You you have to be when you're a small market team. You can't just hold on to your your assets and your talent like they're the best thing in the league because they're not. There's a reason why teams ahead of you know Sharp didn't take Sharp, and there's a reason why. I don't know. My, the point is, is Blazer fans overvalue their, we, I, we do it too. We overvalue our assets so much. We overvalued CJ. And that's why people got upset that CJ netted us Didi Luzada. <laughs> oh, it was more, obviously it ended up being Jeremy Grant. The point I'm trying to make is you have to acquire talent and then you have to um, cash the chips in. You acquire the, it's like poker, acquire the chips, cash them in. Like, what's the point? You're just going to keep stock. It's what the Nets are doing right now. They're just stockpiling talent. Like, for what? 
You're, you're not, you have Boston who's better than you. Miami just went to the finals. And by the way, Brooklyn, if Brooklyn doesn't want to give us Mikhail Bridges and make Dame happy, Dame's going to go to the heat. And now you don't have a championship window for the next 10 years. So good job, <laughs> Brooklyn did it to yourself. Look, here's where I'm at. If you're trading Dame and if you're going as a youth route, you've got two guys that you would probably say have potential to be future stars. And that's Scoot and that's Sharp. Say one of those pans out to be a star, like true mm-hmm. star, top 20 player in the league. Okay, so where do you go from there? You have your top 20 player in the league. You're, you're going to be in the same position in 10 years probably. What's making you think that we're suddenly going to be able to build a team around Scoot if we haven't built a team around Dame? And then my other thing is, if we're trading Dame and everyone's like, just build around Anthony, build around Scoot and Sharp. That's three guards. That's what we've been doing for the last 10 years. Why is it any different? Hey, we've been saying the same thing since 2016. Outside Mm -hmm. of Steph, outside of Steph, how many um, like guards who are the best on our team have led their team to a championship? Exactly. The Blazers have had guards for, I was like five foot one probably. And we've been saying since that time till now, the Blazers need to get big players and not be go down this guard route. I was, listening guess seventh grade. I was listening seventh to the first, grade. I was listening to the first podcast between the three of us, 2021, where Cody had his stutter and I no one knew how to talk in front of a mic. And we were saying, if we go into the next offseason with the same team, this offseason is a failure. We need to make a swing. And we are two years later and we still have not made a swing. It blows my mind. And it's two it, GMs later, too. Dude, it's and <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy to me. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I'm speechless first of all, and I'm being careful on what I'm gonna, what I can say, and what I can't oh. say on a on a okay. family friendly friendly show, because <laughs> I am just very upset right now. But um, uh, yeah, we're doing I, a youth movement, even though the Trailblazers, put, as a franchise, put out a presser saying we're here to build around our franchise. I, literally everything, hard. even the small things, even when the ticket sales came out for Blazer games, it was like, "Come check us out next year and buy tickets to watch us build a team around Damian Lillard." Even from little things like that to big things like our whole organization. So, what was that movement called? Dude, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm lost. Look, maybe Joe Cronin and the entire front office has a spell over Damian Lillard that's going to convince him to stay and convince him that this is a championship. Yeah, that's the point yeah, I was going to make. Shot. What about Dame's future, too? After today, I Dame's mean, chance of being a Blazer has gone down drastically. But that, but that's that's the sad thing I feel like about this thing, this whole, whole situation, is Dame is probably going to stay, which is great for us, but the Blazers are like using Dame's loyalty against him to be like, I can do my job horribly, and he'll still stay because he's loyal. It's like, honestly... I've written so much about Dame's loyalty. I think it's he gets no credit at all from the national media, and I can only admire him. But at the same time, bro, like, you know, I, 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 every single year, every single situation when we didn't swing, when we signed Anthony Tolliver as our prize free agent, we we signed Nick Stauskas as our prize free agent. I was like, Dame needs to stay, stay loyal. We're gonna figure this out. This is the first time if Dame walked, I'd be fine with it. I don't understand and, it, dude. Yeah, and if we if we like Damian Lillard, like if we, it's just I'm so I'm so mad. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to say this without cussing. No, I'm not gonna cuss. Damian Lillard, right? He is helps our team drastically. So if we're gonna go down the strong young route, 
leaving Dame on the team, not trading him, is going to hurt us. And here's why. Because if you have the young players and you have Dame Lillard, you're never going to be good enough. But you're going to be to that, boom, that middle spot where you have a bad lottery pick. It's You either go one way or you either go for it or you don't go for it. And if you build this young team and Dame stays, from a team perspective, that's bad. Better The better thing to do in this case from a team perspective would be to trade Dame and then build young if we were to go down that route. But yep. that's just because if Dame stays, we're not going to be the worst seed in the league or the second worst. We're going to be like the third or fourth worst gonna, team in the West. No, we'll, I bet you if Dame stayed, we could be, we'll be fine for the play in next year if it all stays healthy. We'll, yeah, we could be a play in team. It's just and bad. what like, West said, what West said, maybe Joe Cronin wants to leave a legacy as a two time summer league champion. Maybe that's what he wants to do as a Blazer, Blazer GM. And if that's the case, <laughs> say it, buddy. We'll, 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 we'll write it down. We'll say, okay, our season is in July. Once it comes around in October, we'll stop the channel. We'll chill, but we're going to go crazy in July. Maybe that's the case. Yeah. Um, all right. All right, guys. Um, I want to be professional and serious about this. Let's put our logic hat on right now. Let's just be logical. Let's be professional. Let's be sensible. Let's be optimistic a little bit here. Where do the Blazers right, go we'll from positive. here and how, how can they make this team better? Okay. Let me start from here. One, I just saw this and I wanted to say it. Uh, so we draft Chris Murray at 23. I don't think people expected Chris Murray to go top 20. So you have to think the Blazers knew he was going to be available at 23. The Blazers brought in like 20 guys in the late first round, early second round window to possibly draft. And Chris Murray wasn't one of those. So we just drafted Chris Murray without having a workout with him. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. But I find that quite intriguing that we're drafting a rookie that we haven't seen play in person. Maybe that's a sign of a bad GM. Maybe that's a sign of a GM that just can cook. Maybe he's cooking right now. No. Okay, yeah, professional hat on. Scoot Henderson. We're getting a generational prospect. Again, generational prospect is different than generational player. So I do want to hold the phone on everyone saying that Scoot Henderson is a lock all-star. Um, but he's a, he's a great player. Yes. And as of now, he's on our roster and – from a talent perspective, we got better tonight. Now, this could be a domino effect that a talent perspective in two days, we could look back on this and say, well, actually, we got worse because this forced Dame out. So. But I know what you mean. It's not it's not NBA 2K. It's like growth is not guaranteed and linear. When you have the guys, you try to win with them now. You. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy about Scoot. Um, I'll be optimistic. Um, yeah. Like I think the from the best thing to do from a team standpoint, like I said, would be to trade Dame if we were to go down this young route. Like I said, that's not what I want to do. But anyway, Scoot reminds me of kind of like Westbrook, but like a better shooter. You know, he's athletic and he's really strong for how short he is. Like his pound per inch weight ratio or whatever it's called is probably really high. Pound um, for pound. Pound for well, yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's not called that though. Anyway, um, it's he's reminds me of Westbrook, but a better shooter. Obviously, Westbrook was an MVP in 2016, so like he gives me those type of vibes, and I think he can turn into that type of player. Um, I didn't watch him as much as I wish in college, but yeah, I don't, well, he, he didn't go to college. I didn't watch him in college either. I mean, the G yeah, League, G League. Or any, but um, still. 
I think one fascinating thing about this whole situation is presumably the amount of just open communication that probably Joe and Dame have had. Like you've got to think Dame's known that if he's been, there's the reports that him, him and Scoot have been communicating regularly. So if I'm just being logical, Dame's probably known about us having a real chance of drafting Scoot for, for a little bit now. So you, you think he's okay with it? I mean, there's zero chance that Dame didn't know what was going to happen. It's either, yeah, he knows and he's okay with it, or he knows and the trailblazers are okay with, okay, okay with them trading Dame at some point. Unless Joe Cronin, again, is some generational liar and says, and is completely lying about his communication with Dame every day. So I think we can confirm that. Uh, just, I, we have two sides. We have two sides. We have. I I want to our roster right now. Dame's on the roster, so yeah. let's react to this. If this was our roster this year, because I think that's the most realistic thing. And let's let's be. go There's to what we no know. Scoot has his press conference, and he said on why Dame should stay in Portland. He said, if we combine our games, it'll be over. And then he also says, I'm going to pick Chauncey's brain so much he might get annoyed. I'm going to learn so much from him. So. It might be over, over for us on a defensive end. Just kidding. No, but (laughs) I keep coming back to the question of can Dame and Scoot coexist? And then not only do I think of that, but then I'm like, oh, wait, we also have Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp. It just, look, this, I'm going to say right now, this roster is not finished. And if Joe Cronin has finished this roster, I will pack his bags for him. Okay, because this is our roster. He's fired by Christmas. Like, if this is our roster, if if this is our, (laughs) you tanked. We've tanked two years to draft two generational generational prospects, two insane guards, and we already have a top seventy five guard of all time and one of the best young guards. They can't all play, bro. One's got to go. Yeah, it makes no sense. I, I I put on Twitter. I said. Um, I said, I'm generally shocked right now. I need answers. And everyone's like, what do you need answers about? Well, what's the issue? Um, I need answers. That's true. We have to remember. The franchise is going. I need answers on, does, is Dame okay with this? I need answers on how is four guards going to work? I need answers on why is Nurkic still on the team? <laughs> That's Let's, true. We need to remember. We need to remember that most people are happy with this. Maybe, maybe less than half. What, okay. What percentage of Blazer fans are happy right now? I don't know. Um, I think that fifty percent. I know that zero percent of Blazer fans on this podcast right now are happy, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, that's one true. interesting note about this whole thing is the CBA deal, Cole. Uh, yeah. That has not been finalized, so teams don't really know. Is it cap? Is it salary cap oriented? What they don't know. I I, I guess just maybe trade rules. Yeah, so that's something that's getting finalized soon. So there was reports rumors that teams were very hesitant to do anything until the cba is finalized uh i don't know if that is just if that's true or if that's just being bs propaganda that joe is using to save his behind i'm not sure right it's look it's really in this very moment right now it's it's hard it's hard to have faith in joe crone and it's kind of cool we we make comparisons to it all the time it's like the pga players having to be like oh, i still have faith in jay monahan but do they just and like 
look, I'll have faith in Joe Cronin if he comes out and says we're moving on from Dame, we're gonna rebuild and we're gonna try to build around these guys. But then but, I'm but, at least I know your answers. That would suck, but yeah. That just doesn't make sense because of how much they've talked and how much he has said. Agreed. My goal is to build a team around Dame. You, I don't understand how he would just go. But okay, the overarching thing is Jody Allen needs to sell the freaking team. <laughs> Maybe this is Jody holding Joe Cronin handcuffed and saying, I'm not paying a max contract for a star. I'm only paying a rookie salary. That's the possibility. Maybe Blazers, all, I don't know. The Blazers in any every way, shape, and form have made me think that informed me that Damian Lillard will be a Blazer next season. So the actions to go along with those words that have happened so far are just extremely suspicious and confusing and make me well, and I just ask so many questions because it just doesn't make sense. If you're going to keep Dame, you're saying this through every way, through your social media account to little things or big things that the GMs are saying, and then to do nothing so far, at least um, June 22nd, 2023, after A, the trade, the trade deadline la- to end last season and B, through the lottery all the way up until the NBA draft and post NBA draft and still have done nothing. It's just it's just confusing, and we'll see during free agency. That's the last run before anything can happen before the season starts, and we see our team in October. So, speaking of free agency, let's go ahead and take some predictions on who will be our trash signing this year. Well, we we can go ahead and limit it to guards, so that's a good way to start. Um, I think it's going to be like Delon Wright. Which honestly, if we didn't have a bunch of guards. Fine pickup, but I, I don't want to sign any more guards. Look, um, ge- like genuinely, do you think by the time we're together, we're still going to have all four guards on the roster? That's a hard question because it's hard no, to give a prediction. It's there's hard. no reason. Well, you're good at predictions, Cody, since you just predicted what we're going to do exactly. Oh, I got Honestly, one in a row, the best right, prediction yeah. is just to stay where you're at. Just say we're going to do nothing. All right, well, we're, we're going to do nothing. That's my um non-jinxing way of saying i hope something happens but and to those to those saying well we did something we drafted you know what point guard you're right you know what yeah i'm gonna be consistent with how i view this team the whole i'm gonna put on the rose colored glasses joe cronin i have faith he's gonna he's gonna do something (laughs) what is he gonna do get out of here last leave the zoom meeting i'm being serious another walk no, no, this is this is why I'm I'm doing it for y'all. I'm gonna say he makes a move. So if on the very rare chance he does, and I can be like, we saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I expect I, a trade, but it doesn't happen like that. Like it just has to be perfect. <sighs> something. Look, something has to happen. You can, look the four guards thing. We can beat that drum. We can beat that. Dead horse. I don't know. <laughs> and, look, and look, maybe if we weren't a YouTube we can channel, beat it. maybe if we weren't a YouTube channel, we'd be a little happier about going young. But like we've been on these podcasts, these videos the last three years, all you said it in the stream call, all talking about what ifs. What if this happens? What if this happens? Who are the Blazers going to trade for? How are we going to get better? How are we going to get better? When you think of podcasts on NBA teams, you're analyzing games. You're talking about defensive rotations that you got to adjust in the playoffs. You're talking about who's available in the next round, who needs to lose, who needs to win so you can get your seating position that you want in the playoffs. You're talking about all of that. And we've been, we're all just talking about trades. And if Dame's gone and we go down this young route, boys, it could be a really boring next two years of 
this YouTube channel, unfortunately. Well, look, it's not about us. It's about Dame. It's about the Blazers. And Oh, I know, for, I know, but I'm just saying. But for all the people who are saying that uh, let's just rebuild and wait for Denver, you know, to have their window and then the Suns, blah, blah, blah. Um, last time I checked, Damian Lillard almost beat the Nuggets single-handedly. Imagine giving him one all-star with him. Please. I just, it's, it's not even, it's, I just want to see what he can do. You're muted, Cole. You're muted, Cole. You're unplugged. Yeah, Cole, Cole, you're, you're muted. You're muted. Gosh, (laughs) dude's just, dude's just talking, bro. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know if we're going to cut that, but anyway, what are you saying, Wes? Yeah, like we can't. We're not cutting that. Okay. Oh, he's back. Hey, he, he had a nice point going. He was doing. Well, what I was saying is it was off of your point. It was. I thought two years ago we were like, "Ooh, our windows now. Golden State is finally done. Now's the window. It's wide open. Like there's Golden always going wins. to be a great team. You're always going to have to get over a great team just because like. The NBA isn't the, even the most competitive right now. Denver's a great team, but I think some of these past championships. Oh, absolutely. That's just a bad way to look at it. You always need to just try to win if you have the resources to do it, obviously. That's the point of basketball, to win to win the championship. That's what players want to do. That's their whole job, their whole goal. Um, I'm just a little disappointed. You guys oh, work on Twitter. Look, Twitter. It's, Joe, it's Joe Cronin going into the practice facility tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, let's try the password again, Joe. Come on, let's go see our new players. Let's let's go see Dame. Or that's Dame. They're gonna kick Dame out. Look. Yeah, it's I think we're gonna get every comment on this. And Cody, I know you're gonna want to respond to comments. I don't think we should respond to a single comment on this podcast. We're gonna I think we're gonna, we're gonna uh, we are on, I think, the opposite side of the public. I think people love Scoot. And again, I can say it again, but people aren't gonna we do hear love it. Scoot. We do they're love just gonna Scoot. hear the things that they want to respond to in a negative sense. Hold on. Uh, Shams just... You guys just had the same Shams face said he's going to report happen? on Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers soon. Oh, God. Whatever that means. But basically what I was saying is... You guys are scaring me. We're gonna, there's going to be... We're on the opposite side of this. There's going to be... Everyone's going to disagree with us, and that's what just comes with having a public opinion... We're gonna stick. I'm gonna stick by what I believe. And if it ends up being that Dame is gone, I'm gonna root for Dame hard in his new place. I'm still gonna be a Blazer fan first. I'm gonna love Scoot Henderson if he's still on this team. I'm gonna root yep. for Chris Murray. Like, oh no, I, we will root for this team. And guess what, guys? Um, we might win twenty something games next year, and we're gonna grind content out for you guys because we love this team. It's a passion. And guess what? Guess what, everybody? Collard, is there something that needs to be said? No, I'm hearing what Shams is saying about Dame. He's reporting. You guys continue. Yeah, what are you saying, Wes? You looks like um, you're you're looking too. I'm just gonna say, as a fan, like we're always gonna support this team. And the second October starts, tip off of Game One of the season, we're gonna all be on the same page again, just rooting for this team. It's just that us three and some people in the comment section of our YouTube channel have a different perspective on what we should do with Damian Lillard. That's fine. I mean, I was Damian Lillard was my guy, my favorite player growing up still is. So maybe I'm a little biased towards him. I'll admit it, but I generally think building around Dame's 
the smartest decision, but um, we'll see what happens. And whatever product that Joe Cronin puts on the floor, we're going to grind with and support. And it is what it is, no matter what. Basically, all Shams just said was that Dame is uh, – he's he thinks Dame's going to wait until the – in the free agency to see exactly what Portland does before making a decision. So just same old, same old. Um, okay. But again, Chris Haynes said earlier today that this is the closest Dame's ever been to thinking about asking out and he's, it's truly an option. And Chris Haynes is always right when it comes to Damian Lillard stuff. So the one thing I, think I, was I think in six say... months when people realize that we're four and 11 and Scoot Henderson struggling as a rookie, because all rookies do, and Dame's thriving on Miami, people are going to really, I think, I don't think people are going to stay on the same block. I mean, unless... Well, the one thing I'll say is we are massive Blazer fans, and we will support the team no matter what is the unfortunate thing. Um, because right now, the as in this current moment, the future looks bleak, but things can change. We have to stay optimistic. We have to... I can't believe I'm saying this, but you just got to trust because it, Joe Cronin, he has a his goal is to build a team around Damian Lillard. That is what he said. I'm holding the man to his word. I hope he's not a scumbag. I don't think he is, um, but you don't know. So we're going to support the Blazers in every way we can. We're going to crank out content for you guys, and it will make that championship one day that much sweeter. And honestly... It's about the journey, okay? It's not about the end result. It's, a, it's about the journey, guys. Wait, okay? which champ? Which championship are you talking about? Like NBA or Summer League? Good, 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 good. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be exciting, dude. Summer League's going to be hype. Right? Summer League will be hype. We'll have a good Summer League team. We should, at least, with all these young aspects but and talent. But we'll see. Joe Cronin's gone. Then Damian Lillard's going to FaceTime our 23rd pick, Chris. Uh, what's his name? Murray. Um, Chris Murray. He's going to be like, you guys win? Cool. Yeah, and, and we're going to get so hyped because we're going to be hyped about some rookies. And then, again, for all the people that think rookies are great, like what did Sharp do when we were actually trying to win? Just think, just think. Shaden Sharp played insane, exceeded our expectations. He played amazing. We were the third worst team in the West, despite all that. So it's like, if you're going into next year this young, um, I'm just Nothing will happen. Yeah, but. like Sharp, sure. He averaged 20 points, and we lost every game when he scored over 20, probably. Yep. But in the first 30 games of the season, we were, we, we, when, when we were actually competing, uh, Sharp didn't average double-digit points. Like, rookies just don't do that. They don't contribute to winning from the jump. And Dame so, wants to contend now. Yeah. And uh, it's it's tough, man. It, Joe Cronin came in in a very difficult spot. I I do not I would not want to be the Blazers gym right now. He has an impossible job, uh, but he's still got to do his best, the best job he can. And I feel like he he has some room to grow in that regard right now. Yep. Um, also, Shams can just actually just buzz dude. Off he crap. he he's I bet his ego so high because he beat Woj in all the picks tonight because Woj actually has a job on TV. Shams is just on twitter live streaming he doesn't even have a job on tv but we don't need to go into shams right now i have i have nothing else i don't think there's anything else we can say that's informed and quality until yep. we know more from joe cronin video tomorrow on that i guess yeah i i will be kind of off the grid for the next 
until Sunday. So I'm going to take a well-needed blazer break. I'm going to go do things that actually make me happy in life. And (laughs) obviously a week from today, we'll be all together. And I think that's when the takes will be at its all-time high. So be on the lookout for that. And yeah, I think I'm going to take that advice, West. I'm going to go enjoy myself tomorrow morning. I'm going to go hit some golf balls. Hopefully I go low. Hopefully the good thing that I'm playing early in the morning because we know Joe Cronin doesn't get up until 11 o'clock because it's not like he's making deals in the dark because, I mean, he doesn't make deals, so he doesn't make the deals in the dark or in the day. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Again, I'm sorry. I'm not. Just jokes. I'm not sorry. Wait, Cody, it's a week until we see you, right? A week? Yeah. Okay. Is Dame a blazer in a week? Yeah. Oh, I hope so, man. I, yeah, he is. Yeah. The real question is, is Dame a blazer throughout? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we're doing all these trades, right? We're doing all these trades. They can't happen. The Brooklyn trade can't happen. The Toronto trade can't happen. All these trades can't happen. The Dame trade better not happen. How about that? Can that one not happen? Because realistically, if we're trading Dame, it's going to be a hard package. Um, A what? All right. That's the end of the talk. The real question is, and I think this is a genuine question. Is Damian Lillard a blazer throughout our entire Montana trip? Yes. I hope so, so post free agency. I'll ruin it if he's Dude. gone. Especially with the hard package that it would it would be to get to trade him. Well, the media Pause. no one ever talks about the uh the media doesn't entertain any deals where players are going to Portland. They only entertain Dame Le- leaving because they just literally that's what I can't say that. Oh, and we can just like say this. We said it on the live stream. If it is indeed the Heat that Dame gets traded to, I can't wait. I hope you guys are excited for Kyle Lowry, guard, Tyler Hero. What's that, Cody? What position does he play? I think he's a guard. Kayla Martin? Oh, wait. Maybe he plays power four. That's what he played for the Heat, but he's 6'3", so he's really a guard. And you're super ecstatic for the 25th overall pick for the next four years. That's going to make us better. Okay. Anything else we got, guys? No, man. Let's just digest all this information. Yeah. and we, I'll be dropping a video either tomorrow or Saturday. And it'll be much more informed. It'll be much more just level-headed. This was obviously reactionary, and it wasn't what we wanted to happen tonight. Our takes could change in three days. So don't hold us exactly to this. If you would disagree with us, you disagree you with know, us, you can, you can... The one uh, thing I'll say is in Joe Cronin's defense, and we got to hear him talk, so I can't really come to his defense yet, but from what it sounds like, New Orleans was offering chump change and lowballing the crap out of an offer for number three. I heard it was the 14 pick plus future assets, and Joe Cronin rightfully should say no, and he did. So I want to give him props for that. And you just you can't control how stupid other GMs are going to be. If the if Sean Marks or Bobby, Bobby Marks, Sean Marks, Sean, Sean Marks. Marks. Sean Marks is GM of the Nets. If Sean Marks thinks that Mikhail Bridges is worth more than a 24-point-per-game scorer, who basically already is Mikhail, uh, minus the defense, but you had a generational prospect, then he can go live in his la-la land, and that's fine. Okay? <laughs> Joe Cronin can't control what GMs do, and either what sounded like it was an unfortunate, the most imperfect storm where either teams like the Pelicans, were their offers were just utter dog. Dog dog and or the blazers offered an overpay for certain players and the gms had their head up you know what so what are you gonna do yep all right
That's all we got, guys. This was an emergency impromptu podcast, but you knew it was coming out. So hope you enjoyed it. Give us your thoughts on the draft and what you think. Let us know in the comments. Uh, I, I'll read them. I might not respond to all of them, but I just would love to see what the common Blazer fan thinks about tonight. So do that. Go follow our Instagram and Twitter for more of our thoughts and more Blazer information. And uh, we will see you guys uh, for a podcast next Wednesday and for more videos over the weekend. So uh, thanks, guys. Peace.